Hello and welcome to the VanCast. I'm your host, Graham Yills, and today I'm with Naoto. How do you, how do you pronounce your name? Uh, you pronounce it Naoto. 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 So it's kind Naoto. of, yeah, Naoto, yeah. yeah. And your last oh. name, can you do it for me? Oh, man, it's, hey, it's, it's a lot. It's uh, Wakabayashi. So okay. it's uh, Naoto Wakabayashi here. How's it going? Good, man. Is that Japanese? It is. It is. Oh, yeah. That's very cool. So you actually, this guy right here actually is the man that showed me the ropes. He told me exactly what I needed because he went through the trenches and he figured out what exactly you need to make a podcast. And he told me you got to get an audio interface. He got me on audacity. I got a mic. I got a mic stand. So I got to skip a couple steps of screwing up because this man right here helped me. So first of all, I just want to say thank you, buddy, for doing that for me. Man, appreciate appreciate that shout out, man. But you know what? You wouldn't have gone this far without your own drive, you know? Like 100%. I just I just gave you, you know, like gave you a little bit of the ropes, but you figured out the rest and man, I'm just I'm just proud of you and like uh how far you took this thing so far. Yeah, and we're lucky because this is something we can continue doing while we're isolated. You oh, know, it's something for sure. to keep our mind busy. It's a little hobby. You know? Definitely, definitely. And that's that's what I'm really, really thankful of, you know, before before all this happened. Um, you know, like the way that I uh I guess I guess we have been able to, you know, create this infrastructure and create this platform and you know, continue to grow it during this during this time. Yeah, and not only that, everybody is inside, so the percent chance of someone to listen to your podcast just went up like tenfold because it, everybody, no one's doing anything. They're like, what do I do? Netflix exactly. is literally glitching out when you try to log in because there's so many people on it. My phone is dropping calls left, right, and center. It's crazy. <laughs> the, yeah, no, it's it's insane. Like, I don't think I've seen, I don't think I've watched as many Instagram lives of the past couple of weeks than I have in my entire life. It's it's insane. Like, It's cool to see how yeah. everyone's adapting. You know, For the businesses, sure. they're all coming online everyone's yeah. trying to like do their workout from Instagram live uh, musicians can no longer ha- sell out big stadiums so they have to basically sure. just go online and raise money it's cr- it's cool that people are adapting but it's wild yeah. because this is our future right this is this is what reality has come to for for the time being right um, and and like you said it's it's really encouraging and amazing to see that people of course, you're not earning the same amount of money as you were before, let's say if you're a musician, but by continuing to push out these live performances, you can sort of, you know, set everything up for when everything like comes back again. You can and, you can leverage also, that to tour, you know? Yeah, and it's good it's good clout too. Like when you see these businesses like right. I saw in the UK Dyson uh, in 10 yeah. days, they develop these new masks and they ship it out for the UK and they're helping. And it's great yeah. publicity. Yeah, they're putting money in now. But when this is all over, people are going to be buying Dyson because they respect people that do stuff like that. 
Exactly. No, they're they're doing it right, man. They're they're absolutely doing it right. Unlike the U.S., where oh my um, god, <laughs> they have really dropping the ball. Like what? China has like billions of people, and yet the U.S. has more infected people than China. I find that insane. It's it's crazy, and yeah, it's man, it's it's absolutely insane. Um, I don't know if you saw the thing where. Uh, there's been, I guess, I guess you can call it a delay, a little bit of delay on the production of respirators, um, uh, that Ford and I think another American manufacturer was pledging to create because of the pricing of it. Um, now yeah. there's this they negotiation. A billion dollars, right? And it's, yes. Yeah. That's what, that's what really bugs me because like, Yeah in politics you're supposed to kind of challenge with the opposition go back and forth but when it comes sure. to something like this yeah. there shouldn't be much challenge it should be like yeah. okay we're gonna get this done just like in canada right like we're both, getting shit done both both parties and absolutely and i'm really really proud of this country for really being able to you know move quickly move quickly unlike the u.s you know what i'm saying and like even yeah, when the u.s yeah yeah, it's it's crazy because even when the U.S. wants to do something good, like that two thousand dollar payment, it got or was it one thousand five hundred dollars before it got taxed, and then now that it's taxed, it's uh one thousand two hundred, right? Yeah, wow. I think that's just like a one time thing. It's like, what are you gonna do with one thousand two hundred dollars? Like, everybody but, has bills, you know. But also, their healthcare system is private, so people are sitting at home and they're like, Yo. "Do I want to get hooked up to a respirator and pay thousand dollars?" Yo, um, nah, uh, you know, I'm just gonna stay at home and die because I can't afford to go to the yeah. hospital. I would be if I lived in the states, man. Like, I would be so paranoid to step one foot outside, just a one single foot outside, man. Like, I can't imagine living in a society with privatized healthcare, you know, oh, like it's, yeah. oh, well, it's, they're just, it's, they're just behind the rest of the world when it comes to that. And it's all about greed. No, for sure. Greed. And, and, and that's why, that's why I'm like concerned that this is going to go on longer than it has to. Right. Cause it's like China, it took them four months to finally slow the spread down. And they're just now, I wouldn't say that they're really recovering, but they're trying to, you know, make, make life normal again. But with yeah, the U.S., and, the way that yeah. they're handling it, I'm just afraid that this is going to go on, like, in like eight, nine months, you I know, can, down I could, the line. I could see it being, like, a year, like, the way yeah. they're, they're dealing sure. with things. Because it For seems sure. like they're just like, yeah, you know, some people are going to die, um, but the economy is... We need the economy to be strong. And the messaging is an absolute shit show. Yeah, it is an absolute shit show. It's oh, also, are you are we allowed to swear on your podcast? I'm yeah, sorry. That's okay, that's totally fine. Swearing Don't. is fine as long as it's with good intention. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure, for yeah. sure. Okay. And this is good intention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we need we need to get the message across that's a shit show out there. And to all the American friends that are listening, uh, hope you guys are taking care and staying safe. Yeah, and I would just like to let everyone know that we're on Skype right now. We're in different places. We're not sitting across the table. We're taking mm. our precautions. We're being smart. Very, um, very different places to the point where uh, we're social distancing across the country right yeah. now. <laughs>
we're, we're taking it yeah. to an extreme. <laughs> to a very extreme. I uh, actually flew out yesterday because I knew we were, you know, we were going to be podcasting. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I've, I've been in Montreal for a little bit of time, man. Yeah, how are you enjoying that? How are you enjoying Montreal? It's well, obviously pretty... you're you're kind of cooped up, but it's you know what it's it's pretty good so far, man. Like I can't, like I, you know what? I'm not even kidding. Like I don't think I can complain at all. Like even though I have to spend my time inside, it would be one thing if there was just a million people running around enjoying their day, and I had to be cooped up in here, but. Like I just stepped outside a little bit to do my groceries just now and like there's it's it's a ghost town. So just seeing that makes me feel like okay, I'm not really missing out on anything. Like I'm I'm good. Yeah, I'm you got to understand like perspective, right? Like sure. for me, yeah, it's shitty, but yeah. You got to think about other people in situations where they're not as lucky as you are. Like they they don't have parents they can live with if they need to. They don't have a support system around like imagine if you're homeless or imagine if you are struggling to pay rent right now yeah and you need to get money from the government and it's a struggle so imagine all those things with like a respiratory illness right now right like yeah it's it's scary it honestly is scary and oh absolutely it it puts a big point on being healthy yeah Um, for because sure, for one sure. One of the big reasons why the U.S. is getting infected is because they have a huge obese part of their population. Yes. So, luckily, in Canada, in Vancouver, especially Vancouver, there's a yeah. very big, like, healthy stick. The people people mm-hmm. like to be healthy. They like to go outside. They, sure. they like to take care of themselves. And you for can sure. see it um, that the cases that we see in Vancouver were mostly elderly people in old folks' homes. Um, yeah unless younger not like younger people um, but also you never know because you see this virus it can infect younger people it can infect yeah. older people it can infect anybody so it doesn't mean if you're younger you can just hang out and go hang out with your friend no, um, no. it means that you got to take it seriously because even if you don't get infected it could jump to someone else it could affect someone's grandma so just just take two weeks three weeks and just chill just work on yourself you know absolutely and that that aspect of social responsibility is that i think it's something that people should be taking seriously right because yeah sure like you said it might not affect you but then it might affect someone else that's potentially more vulnerable you know like it's um i'm i'm really happy to see that people are really coming together for this thing and actually you know, thinking about others. It's that that's like one thing that I'm like really, really thankful for. Cause you know, it's like a lot of younger people could be like, fuck it. Like, let's, let's go, let's go out or whatever. And that's, that's what happened with the U S right. Like remember yeah. during like oh Florida, my God, Florida, like spring beach. break. Yeah. I almost punched a hole through my computer. Yeah. I saw that video. Yeah, man. I was, I was saying so some, like, much disrespect and ignorance yeah. Yeah. like oh yeah i'm young nothing's gonna happen to me oh, 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 oh. it's like shut up was, there's also there is also a lot of ratchet behavior going on in, <laughs> um, on the beach as well and i was like seeing it on twitter and thinking like holy shit how are you this stu-? like people were doing some nasty nasty ass things while being like 
in close contact with each other. Like I saw some guy like, oh my God, it was, it was gross. It was gross. It was disgusting. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, at first too, right? Yeah. Even in Vancouver, people weren't taking it as seriously. We had to yeah. put a fine. We had to start yeah. fining people just so that yeah. they wouldn't go outside, which thank God we did because we yeah. did it just in time. Yeah. No, absolutely. This past week has been huge for us because we've started to see it, our line plateau a little bit. That's that's what I heard. That's what I heard. Quebec is uh, Quebec is going through it, but you know, like I, I have faith in this province and also in Montreal as well that it's gonna it's gonna go down at some point because I do see people actually really taking this seriously. However, there is some like a lot of inherent racist shit that's going on here. That's kind of wild. Yeah, I don't it's like that. Really insane. Like it's it's annoying yeah. because you can't just blame. It's such a generalization. You know what For I sure. mean? Sure. It's like you you can't just blame Chinese people yeah. just because. Uh, they think it originated in China. Like, yeah. how does when? most of the people have nothing to do with it? It may be Absolutely. one person, one vendor that had a crappy sanitization. He's got stuff For shitting sure. on each other. And yeah, it jumps from animal to human. And that's the thing. It's such an unlikely, like people, people have been blaming the wet markets. And of course it's like, just from a, just from a, I guess, uh, you know, a humane standpoint, like in, in terms of, you know, animals shouldn't be put through that. However, the fact that COVID-19 started spreading amongst people was such an unlikely thing to happen, right? Yeah, like yeah, it's such an unlikely occurrence. Yeah, no un unlikely. Yeah, and that's that's a thing with disease is that disease constantly mutates, and sometimes and sometimes that mutation gets it right in well, like a in a saying. fatal way. Right? Uh, they said it mutated before yeah. it got to Italy. That's why Italy got hit so hard. It's not yeah. only because they have yeah. a lot of smokers and a lot of elderly, but they could yeah. have a different mutation of the virus. I think I think that's probably yeah, that's that's for sure what it is as well, and also. And also, I think it kind of has to do with like the way um, Italian people, and and that's what's dangerous about COVID nineteen, right? Is that you can have it and not know, and not exhibit any symptoms. So it's like the the cultural norm in Italy is to, you know, a lot of physical contact, kissing each other in the cheek and shit yes, like that. Yeah, yeah. That that can. That can cause you know, that. No, I didn't even think about that, but that's actually huge because they give her a little, you know, yeah. a little. Oh, and that's, man, yeah. And that's, that's like what some people are saying, like what, what like further exasperate, like further like caused and to accept, like cause to, uh, I guess, accelerate the spread of it was that type of contact. Um, I'm, I'm actually, there, there are people. So what's going on in Japan right now is that, Oh, not as many cases are being reported. Uh, and some people say that that has to do with low testing because uh, the government and the IOC wanted the Olympics, well, mostly the government. The government wanted the Olympics to go through. So what they were saying is that 
testing was deliberately not being happened. Like, I guess there wasn't as much testing so that there wouldn't be as many reported cases. However, there haven't been like any explosive clusters, nor the case of pneumonia hasn't like shot up a significant amount either. Um, So then what people are saying is that um, the way in which people in Japan like socially interact with each other is very distant and there's not a lot of hugging or like handshakes like people are always like a meter apart you know so that's what that's what people are saying but who knows like I'm I'm kind of optimist like uh, cautious like I, I guess a little bit cautious about it so yeah yeah you you have to be and you know I'm really happy that even though the Olympics did get canceled in Japan it's getting rescheduled to be in Japan because they put a lot of money in, into sure. their infrastructure. And that's yeah. a lot of money that you need if you're going to put in that money to come to your country. It's huge. Like uh-huh. Vancouver, we got yeah. candle lines, we got buildings, we got all these things. And it helped our economy quite a bit. So I am yeah. happy that it's going back to Japan. In, in 2021, right? I'm kind of... And even well, I'm I'm a little bit worried about the money that uh, Japan spent on it because Japan spent a lot of money, a lot of money, yeah. a lot of money. So I I mean I'm sure I'm sure the country will be fine, but yeah, we'll see. We're we're in some weird times right now, you know. So on another note, uh, yeah. let me know a little bit about yourself and your podcast. Sure. So, um. Well, hey guys, uh, my name is Nauto, and I'm running this podcast called Nauto's Interlude. Uh, in that podcast, I talk about things that are going on within music, uh, especially within hip hop and R&B. And I also have this sort of spinoff series um, of my podcast called Interlude Interviews, where I interview uh, creatives. Um, and also, well, it doesn't have to be creatives, but... You know, mostly mostly young creative entrepreneurs. So that's a little bit of my podcast. I'm also a uh, uh, media analyst at this music marketing company called Wavo. Um, so shouts out to Wavo. And that's why I'm currently in Montreal right now. Tell me a little bit more about what you're doing with your job uh, in Montreal. Sure. How? Sure. Um, so Wavo is Wavo is a company that helps uh, record labels, major record labels such as Atlantic, uh, Universal. Uh, no, actually, have we worked with Universal? No, we've worked with Universal. Um, yeah, so all the we help most of the major record labels um, basically set up marketing campaigns on digital platforms. Um, this. Working at this company has been a dream job of mine for the last couple of years. Um, I was applying frequently over the last year, or at least, well, no, it wasn't frequent. I applied twice. I didn't get the job, a job, the first time I applied, and then the second time I got a job as a media analyst. So what I do for as a media analyst is I uh, analyze the artists that we're running a campaign for and then we make our predictions and then I also uh, you know monitor the campaign as it's going along and uh, provide recommendations so that's that's a little bit about what I do 
So back back to your podcast. So you, sure. you interview people with, in Vancouver, or is it centralized around Vancouver or all over? You know, it was uh when when I was doing it in Vancouver, it was all in Vancouver. And right now, uh, the focus what I wanted to do and uh, what when I came to Montreal was to uh, interview a bunch of Montreal creatives and then also figure out how to do this phone thing. Um, but you know, it it's really weird in Montreal because, you know, I, wa- I went to school here actually a couple of years ago. I graduated a couple of years ago and yeah, after, after coming back, I, you know, like I felt like I could, uh, I felt like I could just pick things back up again. I would have the same contacts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of the movements would be the same. That was not the case at all. A lot of people have left or have moved on um, doing various things in their lives. So it's weird. I, I low-key feel like I've had to uh, start over a little bit, which is, you know, it's different from what I was expecting, but also very, very exciting. So right now, obviously can't do a lot of face-to-face interviews. So, um, you know, I'm really glad that you called me, you know, for to get this interview going because now it's got me exploring, you know, how I can incorporate this for my own podcast as well. Well, my, my first obstacle was sound quality. Because for sure. when you're not in the same room, normally it means that the sound quality is not going to be as good Definitely. Uh, because it's got to travel. Um, but from doing this, uh, because you you are a podcast guy, so you have a good yes. mic. I have a I have a pretty decent mic, so it sounds really good. But if someone's just on like their phone or an Apple headphone, it may not be as good. But then I turn on the TV and I see these top news stations like TED Talks. They're interviewing with Apple headphones in and at their yeah. laptop. So <laughs> it it seems like everyone's on the same page right now. Yeah, and I I agree with that. Like I was watching a uh, I was watch you know like and that's that's actually uh, what got me thinking as well because I've seen so many high profile interviews with you know like not the best sound quality because the person's the other person's quality uh calling in or um not necessarily the best uh, video quality as well because the person's using their phone but good content is good content right so people just want to hear something and as long as and everyone's on the same page so it's not like you're going to find something that's way better than what you're producing and when this is all over guess what it's going to be back to normal so it's absolutely just an, it's just an adjustment it's just, just a bit of a transition you know yeah so and and that's the thing it's like everything changes right like in and it could change in an instant like how it has for us right now so we just have to make the best of it um you know and i think i think in moments like these are when people tend to get the most creative in times of hardship oh. Yes. You know, like that's when that's when ideas start bubbling up. And I think I think even now, too. Right. Because people are just stuck in their homes. They have nothing else better to do than to create. It's I'm I'm honestly really excited about this time that we're in right now, um, as uh, sadistic as that sounds. (laughs) You know, I'm I'm actually I'm a little bit excited as well because I like yeah. 
challenges. I like new things. For sure. I like to be sure. in areas that I'm not familiar with. Yeah. Um, and we're all on the same boat, which is good too. And I, I think we're going to learn from this and hopefully people are going to understand that you're going to start focusing on things that matter. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. There's so many distractions in this world that don't really matter that we spend yeah. so much time on. Yeah. It's like, screw that. Spend time on being creative, being healthy, yeah. doing things that make you happy. In a way, I think this was like a necessary reset button, you know? So um, what I, I guess like I just wanted to ask you this as well, but uh, have you started any uh, cool projects during this downtime? What have you been working on? Yeah, have so you I, been, I have uh, a funny story yeah. for you. I have a funny story yeah. for you. So I, I'm looking everywhere for a chin-up bar because for sure. I, I need to freaking work out. Like I'm, yeah. I was going every day and then I can't go to the gym. I'm pretty much no. tweaking out at home yeah. trying, trying to get my fix. Uh, yeah. So I get I go on Craigslist and I this guy's overselling chin up bars for like ninety bucks. I end up hustling him down to fifty, sixty bucks. Okay. I go okay. buy it, bring yeah. it home, and it's supposed to fit for like a standard door in your house. It's one of those yeah. ones that hooks over the top of your door frame. Yeah. And then you can like do chin ups. But I live in like an old like heritage home style house, so the door frames are much thicker. Okay. So, it didn't, it didn't fit. And I'm like, ah, shit, like frick, I just spent all this money. There's nothing I can do. Oh, damn. So me and my stepdad ended up basically building on the outside of my deck, like putting some wood across some things, basically building this makeshift frame for me to hang my chin up bar. <laughs> what? That, Just, that is a side project and a half. Yeah, oh I'll send God. you a picture later. You're going to laugh. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, send it through. I want I want to see. Oh, my God. That's yeah. and, you know, <laughs> and that that right there is creative excellence. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That that it's, right there, yeah. If if the, if I wasn't in this time, I would have just been like, screw it, count my losses. But I was, I'm just like so bored. I'm like, might as well just build a frame, <laughs> you know? Build a makeshift uh, frame like that's wow, that's wild. Yeah, man. So what, I, what about you, man? What have you What have you done? Any any cool you, projects? You know what? I've I've sort of been in the same boat as well with like the workout thing. Like I used to go pretty often to the gym and now we can't so i've i've been doing a lot of home workout things i got i got some bands but some now that i found bands. some resistant bands but now that i found out that this you know and realized that this is going to probably going to go on for a while um it, it's I, I estimate i estimate like to the extent where we can't like go to the gym i'm gonna say early june that's yeah. my guess uh, yeah, I yeah, I would say June, July. Yeah, I would I would actually say around there as well. So, you know, I'm I'm thinking like I uh I've been watching this guy's videos. His name is Jeff Nippard and he's he's actually really dope. He's he's really really dope. He has some incredible um uh fitness advice that's very rooted in scientific studies. And it's it's great. Um but what he was saying is that muscular uh, dist well, I guess like I wouldn't say dystrophy. Yeah, did yeah, muscular dystrophy is a completely different thing. Oh my fucking god! But um, <laughs> yeah, um, muscular. I guess like degeneration yeah. hap starts happening around the three week point. If um, 
you know, without without heavy weights if you're if you're used to that. So I'm kind of worried right there, but it's it's been interesting because you know, I've I've always wanted to take a break from lifting because I think I've been lifting seriously for when was when was 2010? <laughs> 10 years ago? When for, was so, 2010? <laughs> <laughs> so for about a decade. So for about a decade now. And it's been I wouldn't say it's been rooted with my identity. I was never that like person that would like train people or whatever, but it was very much rooted in my ego and how I would feel about myself. So I always wanted to take a break because of that. And, you know, I, I'm really, it, it's weird because I'm starting to be okay with being like, all right, like I'll just, I can just feel amazing regardless if I work out or not, you know? Um, and, but of course, like once a gym comes back, like I need that endorphin fix. So I'm going to be hitting the gym heavy afterwards as well but that's that's what i've been realizing you yeah know? My, my situation is yeah. i basically i understand i'm gonna lose some strength like for sure there's really not much i can do but oh yeah what i can do is i can hit those muscles you know try to keep them active for sure and do, sure. using tension bands is something i've never really done so you can hit your yeah. muscles in different ways and maybe yeah. develop them in different yeah. ways they have been developed um and we have this lovely thing called muscle memory. Yes. So, yes. And it comes back like two or three times faster yeah. than it takes to get it. So you know, don't need to be worried. We're only, it's only three or four months and you're going to yeah. get all your stuff back in like two, right. a month or two. Exactly. So, so you don't really need in the long run, you're not going to lose anything. It's just yeah. in the short run that you're losing it. So yeah, relax, do some yoga, you know, do some do yoga. The main exactly. thing is to just keep your heart pumping and do something. So you don't, so you still get a little bit of that fix. It's like any drug, you know, you and, can't just go cold Turkey. You need a little bit of yeah. a fix just to you keep know, going. You know, it, like you said, man, like it's a great opportunity for you to try different movements and, you know, try different exercises. You, you never know. You might, you know, you might start growing muscle because your body's just not used to used to these movements and just these uh, types of resistances. You know, so um, that's that's been major uh, for me as well. I've been uh, creating YouTube videos. Um, I want to, you know, I I've been thinking of creating not necessarily cultural critic videos, but sort of in the same vein where I talk about things that are going on in the music industry. Um, the last video I dropped was actually how musicians can make money during this time. So can you expand on that a little bit? That's pretty intriguing. For sure. For sure. So, um, of course with the, uh, with the removal of concert revenue, that's, that's a good chunk of the money that you'd be earning as an artist. However, with that being said, there are still, uh, ways, unique ways that you can, you know, make money, but also to uh, get more eyeballs on your brand. So that includes uh, grants, for example. There, there are over a dozen grants if you're living in the states, um, specifically for uh, COVID nineteen relief. And in Canada, I think you have about a dozen. I'm pretty sure that list is growing as well. But you have these grants in Canada as well. Um, 
if if you're an artist and it can include you know some of the money that you lost out for revenues uh for example the national arts center in canada and facebook are teaming up uh to put up money for artists that uh want to put out live stream videos of their performances over uh facebook's streaming service so you have you have things like that um and of course, like we talked about, this is an amazing time to create um, and to, you know, like get more eyeballs on your content, essentially. So it's that video is basically just based on that. There's a lot more in there. So if you guys get a chance, you guys should definitely check it out as well. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna check out your YouTube videos as well. Sure, for sure. I'll send you the link after this. I'll send you yeah, the link. And we'll we'll shout it out at the end. We'll shout out all your things so everyone knows. Sure. And I'll and I'll put them in the description too to make it easy for everyone if they want to oh, check him out because he, this guy right here, he's a good, he's a good guy and he's a good oh, influencer. And, yeah, uh, I appreciate you. And dude. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be in the spot I am right right now without him because he he showed me the ropes. Um, hey. So so yeah. lastly. With yes. your fitness, do you have any cool little tips that you've done with your tension bands or little home workout thingies you've been doing? Uh, well, first off, most important thing: uh, make sure your door is completely shut <laughs> when oh, you're oh, doing. Oh, did you get did you get hit in the face by the? Band? I got smacked. So did I. I, I got smacked <laughs> across. I got knocked not, so hard. <laughs> not across the face, but it was like right across the body. I'm like, lucky my hands were up, protecting my face a little bit, because it would have just freaking taken uh, an eye out. <laughs> that uh, that yeah, like. <laughs> I, I closed my door. I didn't hear it click, but I didn't know that. So that's the thing. It's like, I didn't, I didn't like my door is weird. Like I didn't realize that it had an actual clicking sound uh, when you shut it because I've shut it so many times. And like, even when I was, uh, when I shut the door, like, and I was doing resistance band movement, I got through maybe four or five sets completely fine. But on that sixth just like set, slowly sliding slowly slowly yeah sliding. i think so and then on that sixth set it just like bam like it just like just swung all the way open i fell back a little i didn't fall fall over but like i just kind of was like whoa and then it just smacked me across the chest um so definitely definitely that would be my first tip um but i would say you know, an another tip that I would have for at-home workouts is to not um, not restrain yourself to a set number of repetitions. I would say for each and every set, I would just go to uh, yeah failure as many reps as possible, or at at least for me, what I like to do is. Uh, two two reps before failure um that's that yeah i i would so definitely get some more sets in right you for sure be able to get some more exactly for sure for sure like you don't you don't want to and also another important thing is like and another thing that uh, that's important to remember about uh amrap is you don't want to get to the point where your form starts breaking down significantly yes, exactly. that's exactly exactly and you, of course you don't you don't want to get injured at all like you don't want to like 
you know, um, injured two weeks and then you yeah. come back to the gym and yeah. you're two injured. weeks before you get injured. Uh, sorry, two weeks before, uh, everything comes back. You don't want to get injured. Right. So that, that's also another very important thing and uh, progressive overload for sure. Yes. So progressive yeah. overload during this time will be very important. So write down how many reps you're doing. I, I got another tip as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, you had, you had the door, which is high. Yeah, it's it's hard yeah. finding something that's low that's uh-huh. that's heavy enough. And what I found is the corner of my couch, like the leg, it's mm. long, it's low enough, and it's heavy enough that you can do reps to get low if you want to. You know, you do your biceps or whatever. Mm. Um, okay. Um, also, don't be af- don't be afraid to yeah, like go and go hard do a lot of sets and do a lot of reps because you're not having the same weight that you're used to. So you just got to keep it going, keep it going, keep breaking down that muscle. And I actually found when I was doing, like I was outside on my deck and basically just like wrapped it around one of the, one of the poles and was doing like different levels of my chest to get the incline, the decline, all the levels of the chest. And the next day I felt just like, it was like the density. Normally, I, it feels yeah. like, yeah, you get the muscle, but this felt different. It felt like the density of my chest was stronger. So, For sure. So you're definitely you're, working different areas. Definitely, definitely, because you're hitting it in a different angle in a different way, right? Like, and that's, that's what's exciting about these home workouts low-key, you know? Like, not saying that you could get really, like, you could see a ton of progress just by doing home workouts, like the rest of your life at some point you're going to have to incorporate weights. But I think during this period of time where, you know, like where we may have been used to working out at the gym, like, I think, I think this is a really awesome opportunity to just try out new things. Well, I'm, I'm the classic gym rat where I'm like, I don't do cardio. I like incline walk, you know, like I want to keep my muscle mass. And I started going for runs and I feel amazing after like, how's, how's your lung health right now? Oh God. (laughs) I, it's, I, it made me realize that I need to do more than incline and walking because Mm. getting, going for long runs and running hard, I could just see it in my lungs and everything. Like after I was panting, just absolutely panting and it's something that I just haven't been working on because people yeah. think, oh, well, like when I'm at the beach, I just want to look good. You know, I don't have to like run yeah. when I'm at the beach, but yeah. it's about the long run. It's about being healthy for when things like this, which is a virus that attacks your lungs, Absolutely. being healthy gives you an upper hand. That's so, a major, major part because I'm in the same boat as you, man. Like I haven't done cardio in so long. And even, even during my uh, cut last summer, um, I did not incorporate any runs into my cardio. Like it was just walking the bike. Like I just ended up like doing more high intensity, uh, dumbbell, like weight training, like more high, high, high yeah, more high. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I, I just did that a little bit to burn more calories. And then I just reduced the amount of calories and carbs just gradually, but yeah, I I a hundred percent feel you because my lung health, my cardiovascular health is garbage right now. It's trash. So so lastly, we're gonna get yeah. into because you love music, you interview yes. about music. So yeah. give me a couple 
artists that you really enjoy? Man, there, like one artist I've really been listening to. Um, are you familiar with Sampha, by any no, chance? No, I'm not okay. Sad. Well, no, it's it's all good. It's all good. I would I would recommend uh, listening to Sampha's music as well. But there's this guy named uh, Giveon. So you spell his name G I V E O N. Um, Giveon is this incredible R&B singer that dropped an EP yesterday and it's getting a really I wouldn't say like a like a huge buzz but it's getting the right kind of buzz where I think I think you're going to see his name pop up more this year and the next like he is phenomenal his voice like it it's it sounds like I don't know how to explain it. It's is it's it like just, high? Is it like a high no? It's pitch? low. It's it's a low voice, but it's like a very warm and like comforting tone. Yeah, nice. yeah. I would describe it as like uh, I don't I don't know how how else to describe like a, it. Like a cottage that you go to. It's kind of like fire. And it kind of cookies. It's kind of like a very like heavy caramel. Like I don't know Ooh. how to explain. Yeah, like a dark caramel. It's it I'm it sounds intrigued. great. It I'm sounds really great. I've been I've been repeating this song called Vanish. Um it's the last song off of his uh EP. Um I've been repeating that song yesterday. Like I'm probably at like twenty listens already. Like it's a three minute song. It's two hours pretty much. Oh <laughs> that I've been I've been listening to it. So I would say Giveon. Uh definitely check him out. Um uh, who who else? Uh, if if you haven't already, Snow Allegra's incredible. Snow Allegra is going to be doing amazing, amazing things uh, over the next decade. Uh, she just dropped her debut album last year. She was supposed to tour this year. She she had a largely sold out tour this year that unfortunately had to get canceled. But um, yeah, if you're not familiar with Snow Allegra, become familiar. She is great cool man well i really appreciate you talking to me this has been awesome hey, i appreciate you man like before, thank you so much before we finish this just quickly shout out the things you were talking about your youtube channel your podcast what's for your sure. instagram for sure for sure um and yeah before before i get into that man just uh Thank you for getting me on, man, and like appreciate appreciate the platform, dude. Well, you got uh, yeah, me on. Great. You got me on podcast, so I had to get you on my podcast. Hey, and once once I get this, uh, I wanna I wanna get some like video stuff going as well. I know you've only been doing audio, but I wanna I wanna make a video episode with you as well, man. I'm I'm freaking so, down, man. I just I gotta. To, you just yeah. gotta get that bridge that yeah. gap. Hey, just got exactly. Exactly. Just got to figure it out. And then, yeah, I'll, I'll hit you up about it. So, um, yeah. So my socials, uh, you can find my podcast. It's on uh, all podcasting platforms. It's called Nauto's Interlude. So you spell my first name, N-A-O-T-O. It'll be in the description. Yeah. Nauto's Interlude. It's also the name of my YouTube channel as well. I don't think... 
yeah, I'm I'm a hundred I'm like ninety nine percent sure there's another another Naoto's interlude. So definitely check that out on YouTube, all the podcasting platforms. Uh, you can find my profile uh, on IG. It's called Naoto Wakabayashi. Uh, follow me on Spotify as well. It's called Niroshima. N i i r o s h i m a. What else do I need to plug? Oh, follow my Twitter. Um, Naoto <laughs> De Niro. Uh, N a o t o d e n i i r o. I'll send Graham the details so you can find all that in the description below. Thanks for coming, guys. Thanks for listening. I appreciate all you guys. Um, and look, if you guys want to talk about music, hit me up. Hit me up whenever. Yeah. Hit him up. So. Peace out. Peace. Peace.